Hello and welcome to The Stinger, a superfan's guide to Marvel, Star Wars, and much more in fandom. I'm Josh Gann, and with me today, they've asked me to join them at the end of time. It's Trent Neely and Joseph Sneed. How are we doing, guys? Doing pretty great. It's going to be a nice uh, contest of champions, if you will. I'm looking forward to it. Always look forward to a good villain fight. You're, you know, someone could say you've entered your villain era. I don't know. That's what Ooh. I've heard. That's what that's what I've heard. It's a it's a lovely day to try out a new episode style on the podcast today. We are doing a power ranking here for you, the fans of the best MCU villains to date. Um, as always, thank you all for being here. Thank you all for listening. You can subscribe wherever you get your podcast. You can subscribe to our YouTube channel. You can follow us on Instagram and TikTok at the Stinger Pod. All right. So today, like I said, we are ranking the best villains in the MCU to date. Uh, it's spooky season. Halloween is right around the corner. In fact, it might be Halloween or it may have just passed when you were listening to this episode. Um, guys, what what? another power ranking question for you real quick where does halloween rank in your holidays uh i would probably put it that definitely after christmas <clears throat> and may actually i'll put it ahead of thanksgiving oh yeah it, it, it's number two okay right behind right behind christmas for me there are there are a few times a year that I get pretty much my all-time favorite food, my mom's crockpot macaroni and cheese. Mm. Among those are Christmas, Thanksgiving, and Easter. <laughs> so Halloween is already behind those. I, I uh, thought you I were about to say I Halloween. About Easter for a second. <laughs> I you, thought you, you know, were about to say, and on Halloween, my mom breaks out the mac and cheese. <laughs> no, no, the, the mac and cheese. I think we got a. I think we got a shout out. As older people now, we got a shout out Labor Day. <laughs> As we get this is why we got a shout out i think we got a shout out arbor day because trees are cool hey we Flag love the trees. day saint patrick's day is like the only day of the year you get corned beef um obviously we have to take a moment to recognize memorial day and veterans day uh just for their significance absolutely uh so i, I think i'm putting halloween kind of low on on holidays though halloween doesn't even have the best Charlie Brown special, <laughs> um, although it's a good one. I think I would put that one above the Thanksgiving one. Uh, oh, I actually, I have a real soft spot for the Thanksgiving one, but the Christmas one oh, is the I, best I one. Oh, yeah. The Christmas one is by far the best one, but you know, I think the Halloween one is, is a lot of fun. Um, wow, Joseph, is this, if this yeah, is I, any indicator for our episode today, you, you have a lot going on in your brain making these decisions. I didn't think we'd get to Charlie Brown specials this early in the podcast. Yeah, you know, I, and and I like Halloween. I like Halloween, <laughs> but there's just a lot of other holidays that I like more. That, that's, that's fair. fair. All right, how about this then? What's the best? What was the best candy that you would pick out of your trick or treat basket? Like, what what's what you were looking for? Reese's Tootsie all day. Rolls. Yeah. Oh, Tootsie Rolls. Really? Yeah. I was big. Tootsie I was big on Tootsie Rolls as a kid. Yeah, not anymore. Okay. But I used to be. I was going to ask: Is that a current, uh, current obsession? No. No. Now, now it's the little, um, the little mini Hershey bars, like those, the little, those the are little, solid. 
Those okay, are good. So, yeah. so like, I, yes, I, I actually feel very strongly about like candy sizes. Like, this is a thing. Oh, Trent, like, please like, clear I, out. I, like, like I don't like the standard size Reese's cups. They either have to be the tiny ones or they have to be the seasonal specialty things, like the eggs. Really? Right. So you're I've not, got, you're not, you're never gonna pick out the like bag, like the big bag of M and M's or anything like that. M and M's are different because they're like individual anyway. I, I just I, don't I, like when they supersize like a piece of candy, like oh, a king size chocolate bar for Hershey or something like that. I and think, I think that I the think mini Hershey bars are the best form of the Hershey bar. Interesting. No, no, I like the I like the jumbo one. I like the, <laughs> just the gigantic Hershey bar. I got a hot take. Well, you're on wrong, Reese's, Joseph. Though. Oh, you got a hot I, take? I you're coming for my candy? I don't particularly care for like Reese's cups. But what? the egg, the eggs, the eggs, the pumpkins, and the trees are amazing. And my favorite is the trees. <laughs> so, so uh, I thought the tree, like I think they got a bad batch at the factory. The trees were messed mm. up last year. Like I just had my first pumpkin. I think that because I like when what I like about the specialty ones is they have a little extra peanut butter in them. Yes, and, but but sometimes the peanut butter goes too far. And but I think the, the pumpkin spe- for Halloween, like they they're good this what? year. The pumpkin shape is good for this. Oh, Josh, you you opened eggs, the wrong the door here. Were, I- the eggs were really good this year. I loved the trees last year. I had some pumpkins, but those are really the only ones that I care for. I don't really care. I mean, I don't hate them. Okay, I really that's okay. I, that's what I see. I see where you're coming from now. I under I can understand that the specialty Me ones too. are great. I'm not trying to say that, but when you just came out and said. I don't like Reese's cups. I wanted to wage war against you. That's... No, I said I said I don't I don't really care for okay. the Reese's cups that All much. Right. All right. I like I like Hershey bars. I like Musketeer bars, but I don't ever go for the Reese's stuff unless it's the special one. I I like Reese's. I, I would eat Reese's anything. In fact, I think Reese's pieces are superior to M and M's. No, mm-hmm. can't go there. Mm-hmm. I, I appreciate no. you, but I can't do that. I love so there's two snacks I will eat in the movie theater. I will either get a giant bucket of popcorn with butter or I will get Reese's pieces. And that those, popcorn, those are I'm, my sweet spots. I'm straight up popcorn. That's the only thing I get. Yeah, I mean, I get popcorn, except popcorn for popcorn butter. Yeah, yeah. It's always popcorn. Okay, so I will here a quick story time real quick and then we'll move on. Uh this uh, this summer we went and saw Oppenheimer. Uh and we did Oppenheimer and Barbie on the same day, obviously. So like went to see Oppenheimer in the morning it was like a 10 a.m showtime and i slept in uh i went with with zachary haley's brother he's been on the podcast right we um we stopped and got chick-fil-a before the movie so we could have it during the movie you know we need some sustenance for a three-hour movie and we haven't had breakfast and so i gotta i have my chick-fil-a uh chick-fil-a biscuit in hand pull it out of my hoodie pocket, unwrap it in the middle of Oppenheimer, start eating it. And then I take a bite and I'm like, whoa, that got a little kick to it. And then I'm like, oh, that's right. I remembered in the moment that I had ordered the spicy chicken sandwich because we were watching Oppenheimer. Like it was a purposeful decision because of the theme of Oppenheimer. I still have to try their spicy chicken biscuit because I'm big right (laughs) now. It was a surprise. I'm big right now on their uh chicken hash brown scramble burrito wow okay i mm. haven't tried that one yet Is- have you guys tried the uh honey pepper pimento sandwich i have i ha- have you I've, tried i have not i gotta know Did, have you tried it it's, it's, yeah it's pretty good right it's good it's good 
it was like I a w- little I- too it was almost a little too much for me though i think i could have <laughs> did without the maple syrup see it i think it's honey or honey honey not yeah maple. not syrup the the honey see i thought that too and it may have just been the sandwich you got because i've gotten it two other times since and it's been more balanced so okay. i encourage you to try it maybe one more time before <laughs> it goes out because okay. my, my thing with chick-fil-a love chick-fil-a by the way we're not sponsored <laughs> i would love to be but <laughs> free ads baby but uh but um but like my thing with chick-fil-a the bothers they don't do any like specialty sandwiches that often like no they the don't smoke- the smokehouse barbecue a couple years ago that sandwich is incredible and Ooh. they had it for like two months and then the, it, it's just been gone and i'm so i've sad. never had that one. So i don't even i never even knew that one existed yep see they had a they had a trial run that i wanted but it didn't come to danville of the chick-fil-a fish sandwich oh and i really like fish so oh i, I don't think know I about that one I, I wanted to try it i would, it I would love that for you i don't think i could do it I don't think I could do it. Um, all right. It's not for everybody. It's not for everybody. Not for the faint of heart. Okay. Now that Food Corner is out of the way, I'm really glad we had entered this segment into the podcast today. We are actually here to discuss MCU villains. And really for two reasons. One, it's Halloween. And, you know, what? How, I feel like any holiday, if there's any holiday that makes us think of villains, it's got to be Halloween. Uh, a, lot, a lot of villain costumes going around. Uh, and then two, one of the greatest MCU villains of all time just happens to have his second season of his television show out right now. That's Loki. First, we are going to rank the best MCU villains. And the way we are going to do that is we have compiled a list of 25 MCU villains because there's a lot of them there. I was running through the list trying to make this, uh, this, this sheet today. And I was like, dang, they're there have been so many movies and so many villains because some movies have multiple villains. So it's like, I feel like it's got to be up until like the 60s and 70s of how many Marvel villains there are at this point. Anyways, we're, it's, strictly MC, villains, yeah. it's strictly MCU and it is 25 and I'm not going to list them all to you here now because you will hear them as we go throughout the process today. But the way this is going to work is in our... Uh, list of 25. I am using uh, a website. Shout out to this is more free ads. Shout out to the website Pub Meeple. It's a little board game website, and they have created what's called a ranking engine. What happens is we are able to put all of the villains into a rankings generator, and it's going to give us matchups where the three of us will have to choose: is X villain better than Y villain? You know, is Thanos? better than loki or is loki better than thanos and we have to vote which villain we think is better when we do that it it uh it feeds this algorithm as in and once we answer enough of these matchups it's able to properly rank who we who based on our decisions who we think as a collective unit is the best mcu villain ranked 1 through 25 and so it'll give us this ranking and then at the end, we can discuss. Do we think they did? They, do we think they did it right, or do you think? Uh, do we think there's a better list to represent the Stinger official power ranking of MCU villains? So, those are the ground rules. Before we get started, I uh, I wanted to to ask you guys this question, really, to kind of set the tone for our decision making process today. The MCU has been around for a long time. We've had iterations of 
okay to not so great villains. And then we've had iterations of truly extraordinary villains. And those are those are the ones we're, we're going to talk most about today. In your opinion, within the context of the MCU specifically, what makes a good villain? I think it really depends on the story, right? Because I think... <clears throat> If if you go to like the the technical really inside baseball of like screenwriting and stuff, it's like the best villains are the ones that are uniquely crafted to challenge protagonists, and so it really depends on um, can they challenge a protagonist specifically. And I think it's it the the best villains like or the, let me I should answer this by saying like the weak villains for me are the ones that are just like the same as the hero, but they're just bad. And the and let's be honest, Marvel has done that a couple times, yeah. Yeah. Um, especially in yeah, the Phase times. One era. Um, and so, so I don't find that compelling. I think it's ones where it's like, they just have a whole different approach to everything, like from the hero. It's like, they, they fight differently. They think differently. They strategize differently. And they're just so philosophically the antithesis of whatever the protagonist is. I think that's what really registers. And also it helps if you just have a really strong performance as well from, from whoever the actor or actress is. I think for Marvel movies and for any movie in general, you're, your top thing for your villain is motivation. Mm -hmm. So you could have someone like, uh, in like a movie that we all like, like the emperor whose motivation is like, I'm evil. And that's it. But he, he goes all in on his motivation of like, Nope, I just want to be evil. And then you have, uh, some other villains that I'll give you a Marvel one. Yeah that is not an MCU one, but is one of my favorite villains, someone like Magneto, Mm. who's like, okay, he's definitely bad, but I kind of get why. Right. (laughs) Kind of makes a lot of sense why he's bad. So I think just their, their motivations, you know, and we don't really need the emperor's backstory, but Magneto's is pretty important to who he is. I think motivation is the biggest one. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I I agree with both of you. I think there is um there's no perfect formula, but it is some combination of motivation and and the audience being able to understand what it is and then empathize with the villain a little bit. Um I think it's it's a it's a good mixture of that and the actor or actress's performance. I mean, like I I think I think a even a poorly written villain can kind of leap off the screen if it's a if it's a really good performance behind it. Uh and we've seen that in the Marvel universe before as well. So um okay. Those are the ground rules. We are we are doing this ranking based on who we think is the better villain, not who we think would win in a fight. Just want to clarify that for the audience. This is purely based on how effective they were as villains in their movies and in the Marvel Cinematic Universe as a whole. All right, Trent, Joseph, you guys ready? Let's do it. All right. So our first matchup today, and and these are going to go quick. We've got we've got a lot of iterations of this to uh, to do. Some of them may require more debate, but our our first one, I can see this one uh, being a toss up. Actually, it is Wenwu from Shang Chi, Shang Chi's father, versus Hela, Thor's sister from Thor Ragnarok. What do we think? Uh, Trent, we'll do we'll do Trent, Joseph, and then me, and majority wins. Yeah, I think for this one, 
uh, I'll, I'll borrow from like a popular meme that I've seen about this movie many times since it came out. I think you got to go Hella because like she she succeeded in her villain play. Like they have to they have to pull out the ex machina of Surtur, literally destroying Asgard to keep her from winning. Like, okay. but she she succeeds wholly and completely in in what she's trying to do. Um, and and when was when was great? What actually? Now that I'm saying that, Wenwu kind of does as well. Like he yeah. had this whole empire going for like thousands of years, literally. Yeah. And it was just that he got tricked by a dragon, which is still, <laughs> by the way, one of my favorite things that's happened in the MCU. Um, and yep. and like that's the only reason he lost. But um, but yeah, I think on pure, pure awesomeness and the fact that Hela can just like throw spears around that materialize out of nowhere, and it's Kate Blanchett. I'm, I'm giving it a slight edge. Interesting. It's close. It's close. Interesting. For me. All right, Joseph. It's not close for me. I'm picking Wenwu. Oh. Uh, I loved Shang-Chi. I thought he was a great villain. Uh, you know, we his a lot of what you want to see with villains like that, too, is their connection with the hero. It's like, oh, he's the hero's dad. So we've got this, like, family dynamic and then obviously his sister. And his powers were cool with the 10 rings and Hellos was kind of like, I throw swords at people. Sorry, Trent. Um, I think that's kind of hey, cool, but I hear, I hear what you I agree with Trent. I think it's cool but, too. But yeah, plus Shang-Chi was like one of my favorite movies, maybe my favorite movie of phase four up there with like mm. Black Panther Wakanda forever. Um, But yeah, it's not close for me. I think Hella's is a little forgettable. <laughs> So interesting. I'm uh, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Wenwu. Forgettable is strong. I don't I I disagree. Um I'm also going to vote Wenwu. I'm, I'm with, not mad about that at all. I'm with Joseph on this one, but Hella Hella was really cool because it's like, oh, you thought Thor and Loki were the were the only in this messed up dysfunctional family. Let's throw another dysfunctional family member into the mix and and Hella, like when she grabs Thor's hammer and just crushes it, that I let you know right off the bat, she's a she's about that action. So I, but I think Wenwu just it struck a deeper emotional chord with me, and I think for Shang Chi in the movie, it was one of the uh, multiple times watching an MCU movie where I'm like, why did they kill this villain? I yep. would love if Wenwu was still around for a second installment of Shang Chi. So. Um, I'm gonna pick one. I, I, I will say, <clears throat> I will say one good thing about Hella. She is responsible for giving us the coolest look Thor has ever had. Oh yes, that is true. That mm-hmm. you're you're absolutely right. Very true. Very true. All right, Wenwu wins by majority. Our next matchup, we have Zemo from Civil War and technically Falcon of the Winter Soldier too, and he is matched up against Arthur Harrow. Our villain from Moon Knight. I think I think for this one, I gotta go with Zemo. I've always liked Zemo. I, th- I mm-hmm. thought he was underappreciated. Um, again, he he kind of succeeded in what he was trying to do. You know, Black Panther yep. says like you failed, and he's like, did I? They're they're divided. Um, Arthur Harrow is great. I love Ethan Hawke, but at the end of the day, he's just an avatar yeah. for like a, an evil Egyptian god that theoretically anyone can pick, right? Um, and so for that reason alone, since he's too easy to sub out, where Zemo has this very understandable backstory like we were talking about with his family and all that stuff, I, I got to go give it to, to Baron Zemo. I'll go Zemo. Yeah, I think I think this is an easy one. I will also pick Zemo. 
I we're, I won't give my cards away too much, but I think Zemo is high on the list. I don't mm-hmm. think he's just invited to the dance. I think he's high on the list of Marvel villains because of how effective he was. So Zemo wins, and we're on to our next <laughs> matchup. We have Ronan from Guardians of the Galaxy, the first one. And then we have Green Goblin from No Way Home. So our our friend from the Sam Raimi Spider-Man universe hops in, and it's Norman Osborn, uh, Green Goblin. Trent, you take, us, you take it off. Yeah, I mean, I think part of this is nostalgia, but I, I got to go with Willem Dafoe's Green Goblin. I mean, the fact that he took punches from Spider-Man and laughed, you know, and he's got all <laughs> the tech. Uh, Ronan, you know, if he doesn't have that Power Stone helping him out, it's not that much of, of a physical fight. And, you know, he doesn't seem to be as much of a master strategist as Norman Osborn can be. So, yeah, I'm, go- I'm giving Green Goblin the edge on this one. I'll also take Green Goblin in this one. I think Ronan is another one that kind of falls into forgettable category. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's one of the I he's obviously he's in our top 25 list. So I don't know what that says about MCU villains, but it it's one of those things where I think the performance is good and uh, he is kind of like this brooding force, which is just helpful for a villain. But at the end of the day, he was an obstacle in the path that the Guardians were eventually pretty easily able to wipe out of the way. Yeah, I also I will also vote Green Goblin. So Green Goblin wins that matchup. All right, next, an intriguing one here. Uh, Ego from the next Guardians of the Galaxy movie, Star-Lord's father versus Loki, our friendly god of mischief who's now a hero. Uh, What do you guys think of this matchup here? Uh, It's interesting. Ego can do so much stuff when he's on his own turf, but I I think... (laughs) I think as an overall villain, just wanting to like spread his his essence in the universe, and whereas Loki, um, just going, <laughs> I don't know. There's no I like really the way, 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 way you phrase that. Um, whereas whereas Loki, you know, we got the the hand to hand combat, the uh, invulnerability, and just um, that that he can be that that little trickster and that master strategy stuff. I, I got to give it to our boy Loki and just he's Tom Hiddleston. What an icon for the MCU. Oh my gosh. So it's, yeah. So yeah, I got to give it to Loki. Yeah, I'll, I'll go Loki. I feel like I'm roasting the villains because guardians two is not really among my favorite of the, uh, the Marvel movies hmm. and mm-hmm. Loki's just been so charismatic and getting up to what I lovingly call, hooligandery uh <laughs> over the years of the mcu I, I don't think this one is close i'm taking loki hooligandery is a great word i'm adding that to my dictionary that's for sure yeah petitioning uh webster tomorrow morning be like hooligandery <laughs> call, call joseph sneed <laughs> um yeah this was not fair i mean loki's in the goat conversation you know i I'm, i was thinking about this as this came up loki carries so much of the weight of kicking off the mcu and he's kind of carrying the weight of reviving the mcu now it's kind of crazy like this character has you would think we'd be done with loki but somehow he keeps cranking out classics so uh loki wins somehow loki returned (laughs) yes somehow loki returned truly uh loki wins and our next matchup two uh two villains from the multiverse saga. 
first we got Kang the Conqueror. Specifically, we are talking about the Kang variant from Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. And he's matched up against Wanda Maximoff. Uh, you know, I will leave this up to y'all's interpretation of who you think of Wanda as a villain. Is is it uh is it both WandaVision and Multiverse of Madness, or is it just Multiverse of Madness or or some other choice? Uh what do you guys think of this one? I I, th- I think um that this is pretty easy Wanda for me. Um I think just the way that she can literally bend reality makes her a bit of a cheat code. Um, so much so that like that you know right right now it seems that the MCU kind of had to do away with the character at the end yeah. of Multiverse of Madness because it's like if we're gonna keep her at this level of OP, how does anybody do anything? Um, yeah, and, and yeah, and I think just like the I know not everybody loved how it was done, but I I, th- I thought the whole Westview story and like her just trying to reach her kids taken to the ultimate extreme. I think that that was a really cool story that they they let Elizabeth Olsen take the character on. So so yeah, I'm gonna go with Wanda. I just quick interjection. Uh Joseph, you showed us before the call uh that you are in the possession of the brand new book, the MCU the official MCU timeline. Yeah, there it is right there for all more, the world to more see. More free more more free advertising. More free advertising. <laughs> we're we're just dishing them out this episode. But I saw somewhere uh since the release of this book this week that they did indeed call out the death of Wanda Maximoff in this book. They called mm, that event yep. the death. There's a lot of speculation on if she actually died, but this book, the official MCU timeline book, is saying that she died. Yes, I've found it right here, page uh, 285. <laughs> wow, all right. Quick. She, she destroys Wondagore and collapses it upon herself, ending two great threats to all of the multiverse. All right, there you so, go. So there you have it. Wanda's, Wanda's dead, at least that version of Wanda. Um, well, Joseph. Well, one, one thing I've seen is Scarlet Witch is dead, but Wanda could come back. Ah, okay. I, I don't hate that theory. Joseph, who would you pick in this battle? I enjoyed Kang in Quantumania, and I didn't hate Quantumania as much as other people did. I was like, eh. It's, it's fine. It's not great. Um, but I think I'm going to have to go with Wanda too. I think, remember I talked about motivations. I think they did it kind of messy, but yeah. I think her motivations were better for being a villain of, she had like a really, really bad day in Endgame and then kind of went <laughs> crazy and then got yeah. like, a Satan book that corrupted her mind and she turned all evil and such. Um, so I think I'm going to go with Wanda as well. I feel like it, it wasn't the motive. I agree with you. I feel like the motivation was there. It was just the execution. It was the way in which that motivation was revealed. That kind of derailed the, uh, the movie. I also am picking Wanda because Kang, the conqueror was beat by ants. <laughs> I just, I expected more from the new Thanos. Uh, I'm picking Wanda Maximoff. Um, Our next battle, Gore the God Butcher versus Justin Hammer. (laughs) 
Trent, go now, ahead. Let me, tell you, let me tell you about the greatest MCU villain ever created called <laughs> Justin Hammer. No, I mean, in all seriousness, I do love that performance. Sam Rockwell is so great. I like the more I like, I've actually rewatched Iron Man 2 shockingly a lot. Um, <laughs> I, I think because of this performance, um, I mean, the, the scene where he tries to sell all the weapons to Rhodey, come on. Um, great, great scene. Um, that, that said, um, then you get Christian Bale doing like literal Shakespearean stuff in Love and Thunder. <laughs> like I know people have issues with Love and Thunder. I do too, although I like it more than most, I think. Um, but opening a movie where his daughter's dying and he's like pleading to his God and then like his God doesn't care basically. Um, yeah. And then he gets a cool new emo pain job and he gets a sword. I mean, yeah. that, that's, that's pretty awesome. I can't, I gotta go with Gore on this one. You know, I think I'm going to go with the slimy weapons dealer in this one just because he was kind of funny. You know All right. I like okay. it. I love it. Because I, I am too. This is your guy, Trent. This is I, your I, guy, and you voted against him. That's amazing. I didn't even pick him, but it, well, the sales pitch. <laughs> it, it's all, you know, try, I'm so happy right now. I think there was a lot to be desired left with Gore, and yeah. Hammer kind of did what he needed to do in the story because really it was whiplash that was the villain but hammer was just like the idiot version of tony stark that was really funny yeah Um, yeah and i hope he's back in armor wars or or iron heart to do some more like crazy dancing with marine drones and uh yeah the the scene with the ex-wife just like hilarious priceless priceless i that i would love to see him back all right justin hammer takes the dub all right, next we got Obadiah Stane, the first MCU villain, taking on Mysterio. Now, I, I'm never going to disrespect Jeff Bridges. He is one <laughs> of the icons of cinema. However, I, I was talking about the problem of the same versus same thing. Um, Obadiah yeah. Stane's a, a little bit what I'm referring to when, when we're talking about this. Um, Mysterio is so great because you think he's you think he's a hero, and then... Jake Gyllenhaal turns on the jets and it's like, no, he's a narcissistic like theater director yes. with access to murder drones. Yes. And it's, yes. it's genuinely one of my favorite reveals in the MCU. It's one of my favorite acting choices in the MCU, everything about that character and that performance. And, and it actually in seriousness though, and like emotional connectivity to the protagonist, like he does spurn on, um, peter parker to be better and so yeah. i think for all those reasons i mysterio easily for this one for me i will also take mysterio i it's gonna be three for three here mysterio uh is my pick as well obadiah stain in the first iron man movie really has some great moments i i honestly love his his character just because of like how obnoxious he is at certain moments but yeah mm. i mean i i think i think mysterio is the better crafted villain and a great foil for peter parker and his journey coming off the heels of iron man's death it really is like the perfect villain to put yep. in his place at that moment in time and i just love that he became a villain just because tony stark named his technology barf and he just couldn't <laughs> handle that insult yeah. he was just like hey we talked i think that, i think that, that's a that's a point about MCU villains too. Like half of them have been spurned by Tony Stark. Yes, yes. So. Tony Stark has created the most problems for himself than any other hero we know. Um. All right, Mysterio taking a win. 
Next, we have Agatha Harkness, our favorite singing witch from WandaVision versus Abomination. Ooh, this is interesting. <laughs> this is because I don't really remember. I love WandaVision. It's probably my favorite TV show they've done. That's it. I don't remember exactly what Agatha was trying to do. So for that reason alone. Oh, no. I, th- I feel like since that hasn't stuck in my brain at all, I'm actually going to give this to Abomination, even though it's a very, like, arguably surface level punchy, punchy villain. Abomination has had, like, such a weird character turn where that he too. used to be this rage yeah. monster, yep. and now he's, like, the Zen a motivational monster. speaker that, like, fights in magical fight rings. <laughs> so just for, like, how funny he turned out to be, I'm going to take Abomination. See, I, I love Abomination and She-Hulk, I, but he's not a villain in She-Hulk. I, um, I, like, I like Agatha, and... To refresh your memory, Agatha was trying to steal Wanda's magic because Wanda has the like, what is it, chaos magic? I think it's that's like what, that, that. Yeah, that's, it's the that specific is it is. strand of magic that Wanda has. So, uh, and we're gonna get more of her in the in the near future with the Agatha the Darkhold Diary show. So, uh, but Abomination takes the win anyways, and we move on to our next. Ooh, okay, I'm I'm excited about this one. We have. A new MCU villain, the High Evolutionary from Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 versus there's no introduction needed, Thanos. Ooh, this is tough because the High Evolutionary, like I love that Marvel was on this run of creating these very psychologically complex people with like tragic backstories and that was a thing for a while for Marvel. And then James Gunn came in and was just like, we're going to create a villain that you just love to hate. Yes. And they're like tortures animals and like you guys are like he's gonna be the worst but you're still gonna like find him charismatic um but but like thanos man he snapped away half the universe and it well it's interesting because i think you could debate this of infinity war thanos or endgame thanos because they're a little bit different like if it, i because I, I love i love infinity war thanos don't really care as much for endgame thanos um because yeah. i like that infinity war thanos was a little more like laid back almost like that made him more scary and the fact that he like respected the 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 avengers was really cool too but uh, but yeah this is close for me but i like thanos just yeah just out of pure threat and menace and and just yeah the whole vibe um barely edging out the high evolutionary for me i'll say more than barely edges out high evolutionary for me but i did enjoy the high evolutionary as a villain but i still gotta go thanos yeah it's the same deal like i this is unfair the high evolution the high evolutionary was a great marvel villain one of the greatest additions to the mcu in recent memory but it's thanos what are we doing here i mean like the most important villain arguably in the history of the universe so i'm I'm picking thanos as well we move on to our next matchup, and here we are starting to get uh, we're starting to get repeats. So, in order to to figure out our rankings, we we will get repeats. So, just um, just keep that in mind. We might go a little quicker pace now. Our next matchup is Winwu versus Ultron. I'm gonna go with Winwu, just, just for the complex, just for the complexity, like. Ultron, you know, this the it's the joke that's been made a thousand times. The problem with Age of Ultron is that it's it's three days of Ultron. Like we don't we don't <laughs> ever get a sense of a weekend of oh, Ultron. 
we don't get a sense of his scope at all in this. I love James Spader. I love that like he has Tony Stark's kind of sarcasm um, and and stuff like that. Like it's a great it's a great performance, if you will, because um, it's you know motion capture and voiceover. But uh, but yeah, I think Wen Wu for all the reasons we've already talked about ed- edges this one out for me. I'll take Ultron. Yeah. Okay. I. This is a tricky one because I love Winwu, but it's been a while since I've rewatched Age of Ultron. But I think weirdly, like the more space we've gotten from it, and then seeing WandaVision and getting like some memories from that movie through watching WandaVision, like Ultron, Ultron was significant, was very significant to the MCU, to the the overall journey that our characters take. And I think for that, I got to pick Ultron. So I'm mad about it. Ultron takes the win over Winwu. It's a that was a tough one. Um, next we have Zemo versus Namor from Black Panther: Wakanda Forever. You know, since Namor is so complex and like opens up this whole other aquatic world building thing of the of the mcu i'm gonna give the edge to namor here okay i will stick with zemo this is tough oh my gosh like i told you guys i love zemo so much i think he's great Uh, oh this is hard and i love namor but i think i gotta go zemo i i do think namor is one of the villains that is hard to qualify as a villain. He that, that's also part of it. Yeah, it's one yeah. of those things where his character is fantastic. Don't get me wrong, but at the end of the day, like I, I mean, I almost think um, um, Va- Valentina, the mm-hmm. the new like Nick Fury, is almost more of a villain than Namor is. You know what I mean? Like I sure I I just yeah. So I, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Zemo. So Zemo takes that one, Nick Fury. and then we're gonna. We're going to keep Namor in the ring. Namor versus Arthur Harrow. I'm going to go. It's, it, it's, it's a little tough because Arthur Harrow, you know, has, is the avatar for this like Egyptian god of violence and death and chaos and all these things. But, but at the end of the day, it, he's just an avatar, whereas Namor's a fully realized character. Yes. So I'm going to go Namor. Here. Yes. I will take Namor. Yeah, it's exactly what you said. Namor is a fully realized character. I can't say Arthur Harrow is, so I, I'm going Namor as well. Uh, now, ooh, Joseph, I'm excited. Uh, Green Goblin versus the Vulture, two Spidey villains. And we know we have a Vulture stand in the Zencaster call. What is it going to be? All right, Train, you, you start. I think actually as a villain... The, the idea that Vulture ended up being this perfect foil for Tom Holland's Spider-Man of like it, it, when you have a friendly neighborhood Spider-Man who needs to learn to keep his feet on the ground, they crafted this great villain yep. who just like wanted to put food on the table for his family and provide a good life for his family. Yep. So I think just because of that way, that perfectly was a foil to Spider-Man as opposed to just being a villain for him to beat up. I'm actually going to give this one to Vulture. Interesting. Joseph, how about you? I... I love Vulture for those reasons that Trent said. Yeah. And I've never had an experience with a Marvel villain like I have when Peter Parker 
knocks on the door yes. to pick up his date for homecoming. And Vulture opens the door. I was sitting in the theater like, he's got him. He's got him, Captain. How do you know he's Spider-Man? And then, and then you figure it out. And you're like, wait, he's just like a guy. Yep. So I am going to take Vulture because I love Vulture. That moment is literally he, one of the best plot be, twists in the MCU period. Yes. Vulture may be the most relatable villain in the MCU. Yeah, yeah 100%. I, he's the only one that's not... He's not fighting with his superpowers or this like otherworldly God, like he's literally just trying to survive in, in the world around him. Like it, it, it's true. I, I also got to go vulture here. I, I think green goblin is great, but I think green goblin is more of like a, a caricature in no way home, as opposed to like a, a real character that we're supposed to care about. Um, I, I gotta go vulture. I gotta go vulture. Um, so Vulture wins that one. Next, oh, this is good. Loki versus He Who Remains. He Who Remains being the variant of King that we see at the end of Loki season one. And spoiler alert, we see a crispy version of him in Loki season two. <laughs> All right. Um, who's it gonna be, guys? I think I gotta go. I mean, just it's, just Loki. Yeah, it's gotta be Loki, right? It's it's Loki. Like I could I could list reasons why, but we all know the reasons why. Yeah, Loki. Yeah, but I I will say like be, be in case we don't talk about he who remains for to to have one episode to kind of assert your dominance in the universe. He who remains mm-hmm. was incredible. Like literally, yeah, I mean, just needed just needed like thirty minutes to basically reinvent the wheel of the power structure mm-hmm. in the mcu 100 percent. no it's it, it, it's it's a it's a great yeah. way to introduce the character without immediately jumping into like shooting lasers and blowing things up and ju- but just this guy who's above time he thinks yes as a character yes um yeah no really really well crafted all right our next matchup he who remains versus ego he who remains. Mm. He who remains. I wasn't gonna say ego actually, but but you guys have already decided he who remains wins. Next, we got Wanda Maximoff versus Killmonger. Oh, Killmonger, we haven't gotten to yet. All right, we got we got to talk about Killmonger. Yeah, I know we just said that um, that Vulture is like the most relatable, and um, we talked a lot about complex villains. Killmonger might be the most complex villain like the MCU yeah. ever created. Yeah. Um, and that like, obviously like he takes his violent actions a bit too far, but you totally understand where he comes from to the point that, um, T'Challa does change his approach about Wakanda because of his Mm -hmm. relationship with Killmonger. And I think that if you can have a villain that you totally buy as a threat to the hero, but also has something of value to teach the protagonist, that's like the, the euphoria of hero villain screenwriting. And so for that reason alone, Killmonger has to, has to get up there. Yeah, we had we had Killmonger teach T'Challa something as a villain in the first movie, and then we had dead Killmonger teach Shuri mm. in the second movie. So, You're right. Yeah, I think I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Killmonger on this one as well. I literally get chills just thinking about the 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 climax ending scene of T'Challa and Killmonger sitting atop that that statue looking out over the sunset over wakanda like that that is one of the that might be one of the best shots in the mcu period and one of the best exchanges of dialogue um 
yeah, it's Killmonger, easily. All right, next we have Justin Hammer versus Red Skull. We haven't we haven't hit Red Skull yet either. Uh, Joseph, I know, I feel like this is one of your, you know, maybe not favorite, but this is one you have a fondness of. I think for me, it's I gotta go. I'm gonna gonna make amends for my betrayal of my man <laughs> earlier, and Justin Hammer for for all the reasons we've already said. Um, Red Red Skull is great. I mean, Hugo Weaving, you know, Elrond can't disrespect him. Absolutely. But but uh, but as a villain, you know, it it is sort of the the same versus same thing for that first Captain America movie. Um, whereas Justin Hammer is a is a you could argue is a you know a foil for Tony and similar, but like he's kind of the bizarro version of Tony. That he's not the exact same. Um, so, so yeah, I I will redeem my Justin Hammer fan cred. I will take Red Skull. I'm a really big fan of the first Captain America movie, and his kind of he is like opposite Captain America, um, <laughs> but. I think his desire for power kind of sets him apart from Hammer, who can be kind of pathetic at times. And yeah. I think it I think it aids Hammer's character in it. But I like the Red Skull character. I think his return in Infinity War was really unexpected and, and cool. Yeah. Uh, so I'll take Red Skull. Yeah, that's true. His return in Infinity War was jaw dropping. Oh my gosh, that was so cool. So good. I, I'm going to go with Trent on this one, though. I think Justin Hammer is the better true villain as a character. Uh, no offense, Joseph. You know, Red, Red Skull, we'll, we'll, we'll see him later. All right, Justin Hammer, you win this one. All right, Red Skull. I had to be on the losing end of one of these. So. <laughs> Red Skull stays in the ring, and he's taking Gore the God Butcher. We'll do rapid fire here. Uh, Red Skull. Red Skull. I was going to say Gore the God Butcher, but Red Skull, it is. All right, Mysterio versus Yellow Jacket from the first Ant-Man movie. Mysterio. Mysterio. I actually like Yellow Jacket quite a bit. I think he's underrated, but but Mysterio. I really like Yellow Jacket too, and I, I, I will cast the vote for Yellow Jacket. I think he's great. The fact that he comes back in Quantumania... As the the version of himself that he is, I will never get over. I will truly never get over Modok. I, um, I still can't believe we saw Modok's cheeks. I so. will never unsee that. Truly. So I literally in the theater, I could not stop laughing every time they showed Modok's <laughs> face because of that. For every time for the rest of the movie, I would like chuckle. Yeah, like it's. I it, think I was annoying the people behind me. Like it was like because I couldn't stop. Is one of the one of the funniest moments in the MCU by far. Uh, Mysterio is going to win, though. And next we have Yellow Jacket versus Obadiah Stain. Yellow Jacket. Stain. I'll go Yellow Jacket. I'll, I'll roll with my boy Yellow Jacket. All right, <clears> next <throat> we have Thanos versus Abomination. <laughs> Thanos. Would, would be a fun Thanos. matchup. Would be a fun matchup to see the physical altercation there. Thanos. Yeah, it, that would be pretty cool, but yeah. Thanos it is. High Evolutionary versus Abomination. High evolutionary. Yeah, got got to be high evolutionary. Zemo versus Ultron. Zemo. Ultron. All right, all right. Okay, so here's here's the deal. We're gonna we're gonna hash it out. Ultron is such a product of Tony that I feel like his he while he has moments with each of the other Avengers, his his true nemesis is Tony. 
uh, because of the creation process that happens to Tony. However, Zemo is like actually fighting the structure that is the Avengers. And to me, that's a little more impressive. So I'm going to go Zemo. Ultron versus Namor. Ultron. Ultron. Yeah, Ultron's definitely, yeah, I gotta go Ultron there. Namor versus Wenwu. 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 Yeah, also also Wenwu. United front here. <laughs> Namor versus Hela. They are trying to get Namor a dub. I Namor. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Namor. Yeah, I, I think I like Namor as a character more. Hela versus Arthur Harrow. Hela. <laughs> Joseph doesn't I mean, like this at all. I guess I'll take Hela. Yeah, I, I would take Hela as well here. I I do like Hela more. Uh, the Vulture versus Loki. <laughs> That's a tough one. That's a tough one, guys. Because if you want to talk about it, you could say, like, well, Loki does kind of become a hero. He's not a villain for that long. Right, so there's that angle. So so it may be a shrinking ship, but I'm going to go with a Vulture on this wow. one. Wow. Wow. Oh, my gosh. Whew. This is tough. This I... is the worst one. Guys, this is so... I will... I will take Loki. Oh my gosh, you're gonna make me do it, Joseph. Dang it. I I should have answered before you. Oh, this is hard. Um Yeah, I think I also have to go Loki. I think I, I think he had a higher he had a bigger impact on the MCU. I just I I think for that reason sure, I, we had a we, we had a reverse situation of you with Hammer with me because I love Vulture so much. <laughs> I know, exactly. You turned on your guy. Yeah, it's got to be Loki, I think. Vulture versus He Who Remains. Vulture. I'll say Vulture, yeah, easily. Vulture. Vulture. Um, he Who Remains versus Green Goblin. Green Goblin. Green Goblin. I'll, I'll say He Who Remains, but but Green Goblin takes the cake there. Ronan versus He Who Remains. He Who Remains. Yeah. He Who Remains. Same here. Same here. He Who Remains. It is Ego versus Ronan. A little Guardians face off. I don't know. It's like this is a very, this is uh, what my friend Alex likes to call a mid off. Uh, Ronan? Ronan? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I'm Ron Burgundy. (laughs) Yeah, I'll take, uh, I'll take Ronan. Okay, I like Ego more, but we'll we'll give Ronan the, the victory. Hammer, Justin Hammer versus Killmonger. <laughs> Trent is tortured inside. <laughs> I, mean, it, I mean, I'll cast my vote for Killmonger right off the bat. Since, since I know where it's going, I'm going to throw the vote for, for Hammer just to say it on paper. There you go. But I, but, but I know where this is going and where it should go, Killmonger. to be clear. Killmonger. Yeah, it's yeah, Killmonger. yeah, good for you. Good, good for you getting your agenda out there. Uh, Justin Hammer versus Wanda Maximoff. <laughs> You know what? Since since she's <laughs> arguably not a villain and just has a has a bad spot, yes, I'm, I'm going right back to my you boy got, Justin Hammer. You got me. I'm voting Justin Hammer as well. I will be in the minority on this one. I'll take Wanda. <laughs> Justin Hammer is going to be so high on this list for no reason. <laughs> uh, Red Skull versus Wanda Maximoff. Wanda. 
Red Skull. I am also going to pick Wanda. And we have Red Skull versus Kang the Conqueror from Quantumania. This- Kang. Ooh, okay. Red Skull. This is where you got me, Joseph. I'll go, I'll go Red Skull. I'll go Red Skull. Nice. Nice. All right, Kang the Conqueror versus Gore the God Butcher. Gore. Kang. I Gore the God Butcher. Gore the God Butcher. I liked him. I liked him more. Uh Thanos versus like Mysterio. God. Oh guys, I'll go first. This gotta be Thanos. Thanos. Yeah. But you want to say Mysterio, Trent? Go ahead. I, yeah, I do. Go ahead. I'll throw it. I'll throw it in there. <laughs> I, I just love that that character. It's so so great. Mysterio versus the High Evolutionary. That one's that one's real tough. <sighs> high Evolutionary. I will also go High Evolutionary. Me too. Me too. It's a close one. It's a close one. I again, we got. I. It's not fair. He went up against Thanos the first time. Uh, Mysterio versus Abomination. Mysterio. Mysterio. Yeah, got got to be Mysterio. Abomination versus Yellow Jacket. Yellow Jacket. This one kind of sucks too. <laughs> uh, I like Yellow Jacket. I'm voting Yellow I'll, Jacket. So you, you I'll, say abo- I'll say Abomination. You don't even have to worry about it, Joseph. Uh, Abomination. Yeah, I know. I'll take the loser. <laughs> Abomination versus Obadiah Stain. Abomination. Oh, that was quick. Stain. Yeah, I'm with you, Joseph. Obadiah Stain. Love, love me some Obadiah Stain in the right in the right amounts. Uh, Loki versus Zemo. Loki, but it hurts. Loki. I'll vote I'll Zemo. Loki. I'll vote Zemo. It doesn't matter, but I I love Zemo. Zemo versus the Vulture. Oh, this is tough. Vulture. Okay, maybe it's not tough. Vulture. It's not tough. It's Vulture. <laughs> I'll vote for Zemo again. I I love Zemo. But I you guys are probably right. Are you? I don't know. It's the Vulture I, anyway. Joseph and I may just like Vulture a lot more than like 90% of the viewing audience. It's not that I don't like him. It's just that I, I love Zemo for some reason. Um, <laughs> Green Goblin versus Zemo. Zemo. Green Goblin. Well, you already know. It's Zemo again. I can't shake it. I can't shake it. He is he's my hero. Green Goblin versus Ultron. Goblin. Hmm. This is a tough one for me. I'll I'll take Green Goblin. I would have said Ultron personally, but we uh we got Green Goblin winning that one. Ultron versus He Who Remains. Ultron. Ultron. Yeah, it's Ultron. It's Ultron across the board. He who remains versus Wenwu. 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 Yeah, yeah. Easy, easy Wenwu for me as well. He who remains versus Namor. He who remains. Mm. Namor. Yeah, I'm with you, Joseph. Namor. He who remains versus Hela. He who remains. He who remains. Yeah, I'm I'm with you guys there. He who remains. Hella versus Ronan. 
Hella. Hella. Yeah. Yeah. I think uh I think it's gotta be Hella. Ronan versus Arthur Harrow. They really <laughs> this machine really wants us to distinguish who we like the least. I I can start this one off. I would say Arthur Harrow. I just like the performance of Ethan Hawk. Yeah, yeah, I think that's what's pushing me over too on this yeah. one. I'll go Harrow as well. I'll stick with Ronan in the losing category. <laughs> Thanos versus Killmonger. This is it. This is the one, guys. This is the one because I I think if you look at lists out there, this is the debate across most in the fandom. Who is the best Marvel villain? And I think it comes down to these two right here. You know what? You know what? For complexity and because I I don't love the version of the character that shows up in Endgame, I'm, mm. I'm going to give it to Killmonger. Ooh. If it was purely Infinity War versus Killmonger, this would be even tougher. It's already tough, but but because of that little distinction that I'm making personally, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with um Killmonger. All right, so Thanos. I, you got is it, you said Thanos? Yeah, that's your vote. Okay. All right, so for me, Killmonger also floats in the territory a little bit with Namor, where yes, he is a villain, but he is so complex that. You're kind of like, okay, I could I could root for you here. Um I think Thanos, you understand him, but you're never rooting for Thanos. And I think for that reason, I gotta go Thanos. So so Thanos over Killmonger. That that how do we like that? Are we do we feel okay with that? I actually like that argument there, Josh, about like the you understand Thanos, but you never root for him. That that's pretty solid. That that's that's pretty great. Thanks, man. That's just that. That's just a really tough choice to make. Yeah, they're two really great villains with just completely different reasons why they're villains. Right, right, exactly. It, it they are totally different. They just happen to be the two best executed. I think. I I just potentially, yeah. you know, you you could throw the vulture in there. Um, Killmonger versus the High Evolutionary. High evolutionary, just because he's more Whoa! fun to hate. Just because he's more fun to hate. Just because he's more fun to hate. After Killmonger. what we, after what we kind of just said. You say I'll Killmonger. Take Killmonger in this one. Yeah, I'm with Joseph. I, I do, I do think Killmonger is still the better villain. Um, maybe I'm going back on my word a little bit. I agree that High Evolutionary is more fun to hate, but mm-hmm. I think I gotta go Killmonger. Okay. Justin Hammer back on the board versus the High Evolutionary. This is actually shockingly <laughs> tough. Like people may not believe me. This is not a bit. Like I'm actually like Trent is sweating bullets. Well, I'll start. I will. I, I'll, I'll, I'll start and vote go. and vote the High Evolutionary. Give Trent. I will also take the High Evolutionary. All right. Well, then I'll, I'll throw it to my boy just because. <laughs> we know. We knew where you were going. Come on, Justin Hammer versus Mysterio. Oh gosh, I, but they're but they're actually weirdly similar. So it's actually they really are hard they are weirdly similar. I think I would go Mysterio on this one. Yeah, I'll I'll edge it to Mysterio. Yeah, but it but it hurts Mysterio. me. Yep, it's a sweep. It's a sweep. Justin Hammer versus Yellow Jacket. Hammer. <laughs> Easy. <laughs> uh yeah, I'll go Hammer as well. Yellow Jacket versus Wanda Maximoff. 
Wanda. Wanda. Yeah, it's Wanda. It's Wanda. Red Skull versus Yellow Jacket. Red Skull. Yeah, we Red know where Skull. this is going. Yep. Yeah. I'll pick Yellow Jacket just because. Uh, Yellow Jacket versus Gore the God Butcher. Gore. Gore. Yep. Got got to be Gore the God Butcher. He's a great. He's a it's a great Christian Bale performance. Yellow Jacket versus King the Conqueror. This one's tough. They end up be, they end up being allies. Yeah, it's, it's it's interesting. Um, I would I would go uh just gut reaction. King the Conqueror. Yeah, King. King. And next we have Thanos versus Loki. What the heck? <laughs> Guys, this is what we're here to do. This is what makes it so difficult. Loki, barely. Ooh, really? Interesting. Yeah. I know, I'm with you, Joseph. I, I, I'm struggling on this one. Um, Thanos. That's how barely. I feel. That's exactly how I feel. I'm like Thanos. Don't hate me. Yeah, this would this would be the other one. I think that could be easily debated. Thanos or Loki as the as the greatest Marvel villain. But I, I I'm with you. I think Thanos. I uh yeah I I'm gonna I'm gonna roll with Thanos on this one. Loki versus Killmonger. <laughs> Killmonger. Yeah. Okay. Loki. Ah, oh, you do it to me. Um, so one for Than or one for Killmonger, one for Loki. Uh I I think I think Killmonger. I think Killmonger. I think we've seen we've had too much tape of Loki as a hero now. I uh I've been <laughs> I've been studying the tape of Loki the hero lately, so I'm going Killmonger. Uh Loki versus the High Evolutionary. I mean, I'll, I'll go Loki. first. Got to be Loki. Loki. Yeah, I'll just throw it to the High Evolutionary <laughs> then, just for kicks. High Evolutionary versus the Vulture. It's made Vulture. It's Vulture. Whoa, Vulture. that was quick. Actually, I'm with you guys. Yeah, yeah, the Vulture. High Evolutionary versus Zemo. Uh oh. High Evolutionary. Zemo. Mmm. Oh man. Oh, you know what? Gosh, I voted for him so many times, but I actually, I actually think I'm going to go high evolutionary. Call yeah. me crazy. I'm turning my back on Zemo. I think high <laughs> evolutionary is just, he's such, he's such a, what he did to rocket is so unacceptable that I like, I, that is by far the most wicked thing we've seen. Um, well, not really, but like, but it's pretty high up there. Mysterio <laughs> versus Zemo. You you know I'm rocking with Zemo. We we yeah, it's, I think it's got to be Zemo on this one. Yeah, yeah. You could say Mysterio, but it doesn't matter because next we have Mysterio versus Green Goblin. Mysterio. Green Goblin. Mm. I think Mysterio. I think Mysterio. 
I think Mysterio is just the better Tom Holland Spider-Man villain. That's the only reason I exactly. made that distinction right there. Yep. Yep. I'm with you, Trent. I'm. I'm. That's a, the exact same reason for me. Justin Hammer versus Green Goblin. Green Goblin. <laughs> what? Goblin. Yeah, I'll, I'll go Goblin here. Justin Hammer versus Ultron. Justin Hammer. <laughs> Ultron. <laughs> I love you, Trent. Uh, I'm. I'm gonna go with Ultron as well. Justin Hammer versus Wenwu. 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 Yeah. I think I think Wenwu easily. Uh, Hammer versus Namor. Hammer. Namor. Yeah, I, I'm with Joseph here. Namor. Namor. Uh, Justin Hammer versus He Who Remains. It Hammer. Is, it is just Justin Hammer versus the world. <laughs> uh, he, he Who Remains. <laughs> you can just copy paste my. <laughs> it's just Hammer. Hammer. Hammer unquestioned loyalty i i'm gonna go he who remains justin hammer versus hella hammer 100 <laughs> this is on I'll, I'll take real uh, i'll take hammer in this oh, welcome back there we go finally <laughs> ring he's pleading to be let out oh justin hammer all right he's gone Wanda Maximoff versus Hella. Wanda. Wanda. Yeah. Wanda for me as well. Red Skull versus Hella. Red Skull. Red Skull. I I go Hella, but that's all right. Red Skull wins. Hella versus Gore the God Butcher. Two Thor villains. Gore. Hella. Yeah, Hella. Hella. Gore the God Butcher versus Arthur Harrow. Gore. Gore. Yeah, I'm with y'all. Gore. Arthur Harrow versus Kang the Conqueror. Kang. Kang. Yeah, yeah. Kang the Conqueror. Yellow Jacket versus Arthur Harrow. Yellow Jacket. Yellow Jacket. Yep. Yellow Jacket for me as well. Obadiah Stane versus Arthur Harrow. Obadiah Stain. Stain. Yeah, Stain. Stain for me as well. Abomination versus Arthur Harrow. Abomination. <laughs> Abomination. I'll vote for poor Arthur Harrow. He's pleading to get one vote, but it doesn't matter. Agatha Harkness versus Arthur Harrow. Arthur Harrow. Okay. I'll throw one his way and say Arthur Hero. Just get it out of here. <laughs> yeah, I I would say Agatha, but um, yeah, Arthur takes that one. Thank God he's gone. Agatha Harkness versus Ronan. Agatha. Agatha because of the song. Yep. Yeah, that's it. That's all you need. Yeah, Agatha for me as well. All right, that's the last one. Woo, we did it, guys. We did it. Okay, we have reached the end of, I mean, our really intense battles. Guys, I don't know about you, but I feel like Rocky after a 10-round fight. I don't know about y'all, but, you know, we've been through the ringer. It was quite the experience. <laughs> we've been through We've been through the stinger. Oh! Yeah. <laughs> okay, 
I would like you all to guess who you think is number one on our list. Loki? I will guess Thanos. It is Thanos. Would you like to guess who's number two on our list? Loki? Killmonger. It is Killmonger. All right. Now, <laughs> now we're going to guess who's number three on our list. Loki? I'll go Loki this time. <laughs> there you go. You guys are right. You guys are both right this time. Uh, Trent, I like your strategy of guess until you are proven correct. I, I, knew, I knew that like it was <laughs> those were the variation of the three. I just yeah. was like, yeah. I would like to submit Arthur Harrow as the bottom of the list. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's great. You, any any other guesses for who's last? Uh, it's, e- it's either Harrow or Ronan. Like, it, it has to be those two. Guys, I'm here to tell you it's neither of those characters. It is e- it is ego. Oh, I, yeah, uh, that's, that, that's fair. He got buried in the pool. He, he got buried early. I this is this is fascinating. Okay, so I'm going to read the list in its full order, and you guys Are you going just, top to bottom or bottom to top? Top to bottom. Top to bottom. Actually, no, no, no. Sorry, screw that. Uh, we'll we'll go bottom to top. We'll go bottom to top to keep the suspense building. Because I got I got to know how far my boy <laughs> made it up on this list. <laughs> Trent's here for is, one reason and one reason only. If, if Hammer is higher than Vulture, me and Trent are going to fight. <laughs> I want to see that because it's my fault. <laughs> when we're done, when we're done with this here, I want us to like debate. How about, how about this? We each could choose one character to try to uh, to try to boost up the rankings with a with a pitch that we've crafted. Um, first or in last place. 25th on the list is Ego, as we just mentioned. Um, 24, Ronan. 23, Agatha Harkness. 22, Arthur Harrow. There he is. He finally he, he finally got placed somewhere. 21, Abomination. All right, so now we're in our top 20. 20, Obadiah Stane. 19, Yellow Jacket. 18, Kang the Conqueror. 17, Gore the God Butcher. 16 hella any any qualms so far guys no i mean i think gore could be a little higher but not not enough that i'm like what <laughs> everything everything else i'm like yeah that's about where yeah i'm cool i'm cool with it yeah I, i'm with you joseph i'm cool with it all right our top 15 we start with 15 is red skull 14 is wanda maximoff 13 let me make sure I'm reading this correctly. That's right. It's Justin Hammer. Oh, way too low. Coming in that, at 13th. <laughs> he needed to be in that top 10 at least. I didn't think he'd make it the top five, but I was hoping top 10 with all those yes votes. <laughs> you were trying so hard. Uh, number 12 is He Who Remains. Number 11 is Namor. And then I'll pause for our top 10. And And all right, let's be real. Do we think... Namor and He Who Remains deserve to be ob- above Justin Hammer. No, like actually, <laughs> oh, or at, least, okay. at least not He Who right. Remains. All right, I like this. I like this. I, I think, I think I'm cool with it. I'm cool with it. I would say, not He Who Remains. He, I think Hammer is the better villain. 
But I would say Namor. I I got I got to give it to Namor in that in that instance. But we, you know, we're not done yet. We've hit our top ten now. Ten is Winwu. Nine is Ultron. Eight is Green Goblin. Seven is Mysterio. And six is Zemo. Gosh, I tried so hard, Zemo. <laughs> I tried so hard to get you to the promised land of the top five MCU villain rankings, but I guess it it didn't work. You're right on the I outside. Feel, I feel like we would we would surprise a lot of the the internet if we said Mysterio was a top ten MCU villain. Like if we just dropped that. You sentence. think so? I, yeah, I, like I'm yeah. I'm cool with it, but I feel like we would the internet would be it's like an unpopular huh? opinion. Yeah, yeah. I think it's kind of weird. It's kind of weird seeing Green Goblin there. I'm not gonna lie, because I don't I, think I'm of cool them in, in the MCU. But I, I I guess that's just me. I get that from like yeah that argument, but I but I think as a villain and character and performance, I, I yeah I think I think it it is one of the apex super villain performances ever. So so I'm cool with it. Here's I don't know if we got this matchup. We probably did, but do you guys think Ultron deserves to be above Wenwu? Wenwu ends up being sympathetic enough. Yeah, that that has a pure villain to villain matchup. Yes, do yeah. But Wenwu is for sure the better character. Uh, yeah, hundred percent. Okay. Yeah, I think I agree with Trent. Yeah, I wasn't when I saw that. I was like, "Ah, interesting." I feel like Winwu might be might be might be better. Um, okay, top five time. You already know the top three. I probably shouldn't have revealed them right off the bat, but you know that's okay. We're 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 learning here. Five is the high evolutionary. Four. It's higher than I thought it would be. Yeah, yeah, same. We can come back to that. Four is the vulture. The Vulture. Four on the list. Joseph, you Four did on the great. List. You did so Four good. Four on the you're, list. You're clearly the number best campaigner. One in, number one in my heart. <laughs> clearly the best campaigner amongst the three of us. And then as we already said, three is Loki, two is Killmonger, one is Thanos. Um, Yeah, High Evolutionary. Do we? When you watch Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, did you think, dang, yeah, that's a top five MCU villain? I actually kind of did. I'll be honest. I actually really? had that thought. I was like, this is one of the best villains they've ever done. Wow. Okay. I maybe not top I five, but I would have said top seven coming out of that theater. Interesting. Uh, I might have put him like top ten, but not five. Yeah, I agree with you, Joseph. That's what I would have thought. But after doing this thought exercise, I don't disagree with it. Like I look at this list and I'm like, yeah, I actually like. Hey. I think these are all where they deserve to be. The only one to me, to me, I think I would do Zemo 5, High Evolutionary 6. I think I could get behind that. I just remembered someone that we may have forgotten. Who? Alexander Pierce. Ah, from Winter Soldier? Oh, that's true. We definitely we didn't have any Winter Soldier representation, technically. That's true. That one's tough for me because I always think of just Hydra as the organization. That right, it's more, feels the more like the villain to me. That, that yep. yeah, so I, just I, I, don't, I don't think it would drastically change. No, it's change a great, the... it's a great shout out. No, it, it it wouldn't it wouldn't change. I don't think it would change the top ten really. I don't I don't think so either. Yeah, I but that that is a good one worth mentioning. Um, yeah, guys, this is all right. So the top ten MCU villains according to the Stinger: Thanos, Killmonger, Loki, the Vulture, the High Evolutionary. Zemo, Mysterio, Green Goblin, Ultron, and Winwu. Seems like a good list to me. I actually look at that and I'm like, I, I don't think it's wrong. 
Yeah, I'm not. I'm not mad about that. I mean, I'm obviously Justin Hammer should be in the top ten, <laughs> but you know, <laughs> who are you kicking out, Trent? I'm curious. It, like, like I'm actually not mad about any of these, so I'm not really. But if I had to pick one, if I, I would actually kick out Ultron. Oh, okay. All right. Spicy take. If I, if I had to, if I had to, <laughs> we'll leave it to the fans to decide. Who do you think? Who do you think deserves to be in the top ten? Ultron or Justin Hammer? Maybe we'll we'll pose that question to the fans. You guys can can vote on social media for us. But yeah. And if uh, if if any of the fans <clears throat> try to take Vulture out of the top ten, uh, they're gonna catch these hands. <laughs> oh yeah, so. same same. I'm so happy he was number four. I was like, yes. Oh, he's a great. I think, I, I think actually I did this briefly as a mental exercise, like ranking them on my own years ago, and I think that I actually put him at like number three or four. Really? So, so yeah, I'm I'm pretty happy with that. Okay, that's interesting. Yeah, and 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 technically now we've got uh, the kingpin, also. Yeah. yeah, that's true. Now it's not the same kingpin that we all knew and and loved in Netflix, but it's a it's that's true. He is he is here. Um, yeah, would love to hear your thoughts as a listener on how we did uh let us know on social media or uh or elsewhere how we did and if you disagree with any of our picks i'm sure you do because i think people really feel passionately about these mcu characters so guys i i think that's going to do our our rankings talk uh i feel pretty good i feel pretty good about our list All right. Well, that is going to do it for today's episode. Trent and Joseph, you guys rock. Thank you for bringing your absolute A-game to the podcast today. I feel feel really good about uh, about our Stinger official top 25 MCU villains. Um, thank you all for listening, as always. And we will be back soon. You'll get to hear some thoughts about Loki season two from us. So stay tuned. Subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts and subscribe to us on YouTube. And then follow us at The Stinger Pod on Instagram and on TikTok for the latest updates. And we will be back soon.